Dan, so glad we were able to meet today. Thanks for coming over. Whoa, what's that? Pretty awesome, right? It's my new FlexiSpot E7 Pro Plus standing desk. Goes from sitting to standing with the push of a button. You know, I've been thinking about getting a desk like that. I have back pain from being in a chair all day, but I feel like they're either cheap and flimsy or crazy expensive. That's why I went with FlexiSpot. This desk is super sturdy, but totally affordable. The base is made of automotive grade carbon steel. Sit on it. Okay. Hey, this is cool. All right, I want in on one of these. Where do I find FlexiSpot? Just go to their website, FlexiSpot.com. And go right now because they're giving an extra $80 off their already low prices. Go to FlexiSpot.com and use code 80OFF to get an extra $80 off the E7 Pro Plus standing desk. Backed by an industry-leading 15-year warranty. Don't wait. This special offer will not last long. Go to FlexiSpot.com and use code 80OFF. That's F-L-E-X-I-S-P-O-T.com. Go to FlexiSpot.com now. This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. This episode is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code PG at manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code PG at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code PG. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. What's up, everybody? I'm back for another episode of the Average Savage Podcast. Our special guest today is Brian Maxwell. Brian, how's it going? Pretty good. How about yourself? Good. Uh, appreciate you coming on. Uh, I know you had a crazy week. I know your page has been blowing up. Like, what's it been like? Man, it's, it's been wild, man. Like, like before the fight, man, I had only like 20, 2,200 followers on Instagram. And now I'm at like 9,700 followers. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's been a wild, wild week, man. I still got a bunch of messages that I haven't got to answer back yet. For sure. So tell me, how did this how did this opportunity come about to fight Chad Johnson? Man, I'm still baffled. I, <laughs> I, I haven't even found out how they picked me or why they picked me, but you know, I'm glad they picked me, and it was an awesome opportunity to fight one of my idols, and, you know, it happened, and, you know, it's a true blessing, and, man, I, I'm still excited that it happened. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, when you say he's your idol, like, how, what made you like Chad Johnson, and, like, what, like, how did you discover him when he was playing football and stuff? Man, I, I discovered him, at, like, his, his last year in college, and I was like, oh, man, that dude's a beast. I like the style. I like this arrogance. I like this cockiness i just like this attitude and you know when he got into the nfl you know that's one person that i was like oh shit this, he gonna make some noise and you know i followed him since day one i even wore his number when i first started playing football you know what i'm saying and you know i idolized him and kind of molded myself after him and you know i i, I loved it and it, it's crazy like it's still it's still up up here with me that i even yeah. got to fight him <laughs> yeah yeah for sure um like were you were you hesitant to, to like take the fight because it was like your idol 
Um, not really, but you know, I, I had some stipulations only because I was already getting ready for a fight. And, mm -hmm. you know, like I told them, you know, if, if I took the fight, would it hurt, hurt my other fight? And once they told me it wouldn't hurt my other fight, I was like, I'll gladly take it. Just for some mm -hmm. fact is he's super competitive. He's an all-world athlete and I'm super competitive. And it was like fighting myself. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I grew up a, a Chad Johnson fan as well. I actually, I remember ordering a, a jersey on eBay. And this was back when like PayPal was still kind of new and all that. So I sent a money order and I never, yeah. I never got the jersey. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah, that was just highway robbery right there. Um, but yeah, what about just going back, um, back in time? Just, I know you just mentioned you played football. Just tell me like about your background and like where you grew up and stuff. I mean, I come from a, a small place called Franklin County, Virginia, aka the moonshine capital of the world. Right. And you know, I grew up I grew up in I'm not gonna say poverty or nothing like that, but my family wasn't super poor, but we wasn't super middle class either. And yeah, you know, I always lived in the country and you know, lived in apartments and stuff growing up as a kid, watched my mom struggle and stuff. And you know, I wanted to make a change when I was a kid and you know, my mom made me play basketball and I loved it to a point. And then I got to a point where I was burnt out and didn't like it. No more not to wrestling because, you know, guys I grew up around wrestled and I, I used to go to their matches and stuff. And that's what I wanted to do with myself. And, you know, I finally said, fuck basketball and start going to wrestling practice. <laughs> but, but after wrestling came football and then I started running track and I stuck with all three sports all the way through middle school and high school. And then when I got to college, uh, I tried to play football and wrestle at the same time. But since I was on a, a, rest, a full wrestling scholarship, they made me choose wrestling over football because they didn't want me to be a, a dual sport athlete at, at that point in time. Gotcha. And then while you were in college, like what, um, like, did you, did you want to be like an MMA fighter? I discovered MMA while I was in college. Okay. But, but before college, I, you know, I used to watch Kimbo Slice all the time. That was like my yeah. favorite guy back in the day. And I actually got to meet him at one of my fights. And that was awesome. And, you know, I kept in contact with him until the day he died. And I'm actually friends with his son on Facebook and Instagram and stuff. And I talk, talk to him every once in a while. But, you know, I was chilling with my roommates in college one night. And one of my college roommates, big UFC fan. I didn't even know what the UFC was back then. And, you know, he's like, let's watch these fights. And he turned the fights on and Anderson Silva was the main event. So I started watching the fights and I picked Anderson Silva. as going. To, he was going to be my favorite fighter no matter what, because I liked his style, his charisma, and how he acted, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. at that point on, that, that sparked my interest. And, you know, two years after college, you know, I, I decided once I found out I had a son coming that, Hey, I need to do something with myself. Let's try my mixed martial arts. And now we're here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, that's actually crazy. I don't, I don't know if you know, I actually work with Kimbo Slice, Junior Baby Slice. Uh, so that's, that's the small world. Yeah, yeah, that's my boy. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Tell him, tell him I say what's up, man. Like, I was literally just texting him last night because I thought he was – I live in Connecticut, so um, Bellator is here right now. So I thought he was here, but he wasn't. Um, yeah, yeah, tell him to um, tell Baby Slice you need to go ahead and come to Baron Knuckle, man. All right, I'll link up. I, that's why I, you know what's crazy? I actually um, made a poster of him versus Jake Paul before uh, 
the Ben Astron fight like way before, like in December, just to like try to get that going. <laughs> just yeah, try yeah, to get anything. Yeah. I can dig it. And uh yeah, just going back to the MMA, you started um in 2011. And it's funny you said um Anderson Silver too, because I was gonna compare it to uh Alessandra fighting him and he, he said that was his idol and he he was like kind of like like nervous about it and you fighting Chad Johnson so it's kind of like a, a circle thing like when you were fighting Chad Johnson were you like did you like not want to hurt him yeah man like I, I man in this fight man I have so much respect for Chad just because yeah. he's my idol like I held back a lot in the fight man honestly yeah. and you know I still got hit I got hit he, he yeah. rocked me one time he rocked me. I'm not going to lie about that. He rocked the fuck out me. And and I was like, okay, okay, this is a, this is what it's going to be like. So, you know, I, you know, I held back a, a, a lot in that fight. It, I could have, you know, got on him a whole lot more, but we were there to entertain and not try to kill each other. You feel what I'm saying? And, yeah. you know, I ended up getting a highlight in the fourth round and that will stick forever. And, you know, it's, it's still wild to me that we were we even fought each other and yeah. you know i've talked to him every day since the fight you know i hung out with him a little while after the fight once we were done with media stuff and you know it's it's awesome he's actually going to be with me at my next fight so that's oh. cool in its own itself yeah. yeah for sure hey i thought you guys were the most entertaining fight i thought it was it was a win-win for both of you guys so yes, i sir. thought it was, it was great um yeah then just- yeah everybody everybody thought we Thought we got a fight of the night, honestly. Yeah. So if we got a fight of the night, maybe we'll the promotions need to hit us with that bonus check real quick. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, and then just going back um, to your MMA, like you started out in 2011 um, as an amateur, and then you turned you turned pro in uh, 2016. Uh, what, what was that jump going from amateur to the pros like? I mean, it was. I mean, it was. It wasn't too bad because. In the mix of it, I took like a year off because I couldn't get fights anymore as an amateur. Mm-hmm. So during that year, I, I trained, I trained, I trained. And, you know, I studied the business before nobody tried to, as fighters would say, try to pit me out when I did go to the next level. You feel what I'm saying? And I studied the business. I studied management. I studied everything from top to bottom. And when I first got my first opportunity, that's when I took it to go pro here in my hometown. Well, not my hometown, but the town that I live in. And, you know, we, we started there and, you know, the transition wasn't too hard at all. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then what about how did, how did you get into bare knuckle boxing? Like that's like a whole nother level of fighting. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's a whole different type of level of fighting. But, you know, it sparked my interest when one of my homies, uh, Reggie Barnett, who's the winningest fighter in bare knuckle history right now, he fought on their very first fight card and, you know, to show him support, you know, I watched the fights and, you know, it sparked my interest a little bit. And then BKSC2, one of my training partners got to be on the card and that was awesome. Everybody was excited about it. And he invited me to, to be in his corner to help coach him. So while we were there, you know, you know, a lot of the fighters thought I was fighting that night. And I was like, no, no, no. I just fought like a couple of weeks ago because I fought a Bellator veteran. And I ended up beating him in like a minute and some change. And, uh, you know, I was like, I'm not here for his shine. He's fighting. And, you know, I got actually got offered a fight at BKFC too. But, you know, I wasn't there for that. So I turned it down at that point. So my next step was six months later, I ended up at tryouts. And at the end of tryouts, they told me, 
I had a good showing and they told me what I needed to do. And, you know, another six months went by and I had my very first, first fight. I signed with them. Then I had a fight. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then what, what, like, like, what is your, what's your background? Like MMA wise, like what, like what's your, um, like the classes and things like that, like belts and things like that. Um, well, wrestling is my base mainly. Yeah. And, but I'm a blue belt in jiu-jitsu and I've done some Muay Thai training and kickboxing training. And you now I did, I done karate as a kid, but I don't, I don't really count that because I only did it for like two years, okay. but you know, I, I've dabbled in everything. I've tried everything. I've, yeah. I started at a boxing gym when I first got into MMA because that's the only place that would accept me at that point in time was a boxing gym. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I've I've done it all, and I, I like being a multiple sport athlete, yeah. just because uh, it's it's what I do and what I I know how to do. You feel what I'm saying? And you know, boxing boxing is still kind of new to me. Just for the simple fact is, I never had had a box an amateur boxing background or an amateur boxing fight ever. And you know, boxing still new to me. And chat the chat fight was only my second boxing fight ever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. What so all right? So what's next for for Brian? What's next for me? I'm actually going to be fighting in two and a half weeks for BKFC 18. Okay. Opponent to be named within the next couple of days. All right, that's dope. So, do you want to? Do you want? So, what do you want to stick with? You want to stick with MMA, bare knuckle, uh, boxing, or all of them? I'm, hey, I'm a multiple multiple sport <laughs> athlete. I, I'm I'm with any opportunity that works best for me, right. and and my and my family and, and my team. You feel what I'm saying? I, I like doing it all. All right, and, I like that. You know, but I'm signed with bare knuckle. I still have a couple more fights with them on my contract, but you know they they've worked with me well enough to to let me go fight. For, for for Mayweather and you know if Mayweather brings me back I'm down for it and any opportunity that I get from 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 now I'm I'm down with it yeah for sure and that that's why I forgot to ask you too what did it mean what did it mean to you to just be on a, a Floyd Mayweather card I mean that's crazy man it meant a lot like literally like six years ago I I I'll, I'll have to go back and look I'm pretty sure it's almost that time where it's going to come up in, on my Facebook in my memories that I put on my Facebook that one of these days I will be fighting on a Floyd Mayweather card and it just so happened. It, it we, finally need happened that. we need that screenshot. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it's almost about to come up in my Facebook memories. As soon as it does, I'm screenshotting it and putting it up on, on all my social media outlets. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. What, but what still, it, man, it's, it, it's a true blessing, man. Like, I'm baffled that they even mentioned my name, but also at the same point in time, I'm very gracious and I'm counting my blessing. Yeah. Now I could tell you're, I could tell you're a humble guy. So when you get into a ring or a cage, like is there a different switch go on? Yeah. I mean, I'm still, I try to be as humble as I can just for the simple fact that, you know, when I started MMA back in 2011, I was a, I was Chad Johnson. I was a cocky, arrogant guy. Like, I didn't think I would ever get beat. I didn't think anybody could touch me. And I found out real quick that I could be touched and somebody could beat me. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I try to be as humble as I can be now that I have the knowledge that I have and have been all the places that I've been and hung around the people that, you know, dropped some knowledge on me in the fight game. But, you know, at heart, I'm still, I still have a high confidence level. 
and I'm still very cocky and shit at, at times. But when I get in the, in the in the cage ring square circle, a different switch happens, turns on. Especially right now, too, man. I'm at the happiest point of my life with fighting. I feel like I'm in my prime, and a lot of things are going my way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What what advice would you give to a, a young fighter trying to make it? The same advice I, I give to my son. Once we start something, quit or I can't is not in our vocabulary anymore. You know, you got to stick to what you what you want to do. You never quit it. You never say, I can't do this. I can't do that. You, you stick to it. You push yourself. You never quit no matter what. You stick to that dream. And if you want to pursue it, go after it. Be an opportunist. Be a go-getter. Live it out. Live your best life. Yeah, I like that. All right, you ready for some fun questions? Yes, sir. Uh, what, what's your favorite song right now? My favorite song? Um, now I got like two favorite songs right now. All right, let me know. <laughs> well, my first one, my first one is Intro by Fujiano. That's like one of my favorite rappers right now. And then, you know, Suge by The Baby. I've been rocking the hell out of those songs for like the, the last yeah. year. Yeah, those those are my shit right now. For sure. Uh, what do you what do you like to do in your free time? Um, man, in my free time, I'm between work and being in the gym. I, I like to I like to you know do stuff with my cars and spend time with my family and my friends and stuff. But you know, I like messing with my cars. I own two Honda Civic SIs, and one of them is a, a rare one. It's a, a Mugen SI, and it's one of one thousand ever made. So. That's you know, right. that's pretty awesome. I like to, I like to, I like to go to the track and stuff. You feel what I'm saying? So that's, that's my thing outside of mixed martial arts and family and stuff. That's dope. All right. Last one. What celebrity would you want to fight next? If you had the choice. Whoever I'm offered, if it happens. Is there, but is there anyone, is there any like celebrity or like athlete that you just don't like and you want to, you want to beat them up? <laughs> I mean, not really. It's, if they offer me another celebrity. I'm cool with it. And that celebrity probably will die this time. I had too much. I, I had too much. I had too much respect for Chad to, to try to kill him. You feel what I'm saying? And to yeah. unleash a lot of things, but you know, if they offer me another celebrity, that celebrity is going out in one or two rounds. That's me right. being completely honest. I like that. All right. Actually one more. Um, has there any been, uh, has anyone reached out to you that you were like, wow, that, that's crazy? That or like, who are any celebrities or athletes that reach out? Yeah, uh, you know who Lindell White is that played for the Tennessee yeah. Titans. Yeah, he you reached out. Yeah, uh, you know, of course, I got to talk to Brandon Marshall and yeah. Terrell Owens after the fights and stuff. And you know, I've had a few people hit me up, but you know, yeah, that's cool. I, I still got messages I haven't even read yet, so. Yeah. I, I see some blue blue checks in there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you'll be getting you'll be getting the blue checks soon. Hey, hope so. I, I actually they told me like as soon as I hit ten thousand followers, which will hopefully be here within a couple days or a day or so, yeah. uh, I'll probably end up getting my blue check for sure. So that'll be awesome. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on, and uh, could you let the listeners know where to follow you on social media? Uh, follow my fighter page on Facebook, Brian Maxwell. MMA fighter. Uh, of course, you can follow me on Instagram, Brian Maxwell. And uh, of course, on Twitter, follow me, Brian Maxwell Official. And 
That's my social media network. Shout out to my sponsors, though. Fusion CBD, uh, CBD products, uh, Moon Juice, cryptocurrency, the only cryptocurrency powered by energy drink. Make sure you check those guys out. So if you're into cryptocurrency, definitely check that out. But you know, I got a bunch of other sponsors, but I don't got my list with me. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know it's all Brian's sponsors. Yeah, that, that's dope, yes, the cryptocurrency one. Well, again, I appreciate it, and um, best of luck with your career. I'm definitely going to be checking it out and see what's next in the bare knuckle fight. What day did you say it was? Uh, June the 26th. June 26th. Make sure you got the app, though, BKTV app. Make sure you got that. It's only $3.99 a month. So check that out. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.